I was up near uh, Drumahoe, up near Derry, or yeah. London Derry, if you're from Drumahoe. <laughs> <laughs> For the second time <laughs> this week, hello, my name is Jordan Robinson. My name is yet again, and always still Darren Matthews. Uh, yeah, second time we're recording this. Uh, if I fuck up a uh, recording one more time, I I am just, you know what would be easier? If you just organize it with us on the Instagram page, we can literally go to your physical location and just talk the podcast to you. Because to be honest, you know, it'll be crystal clear audio and no chance of me fucking it up. Okay. What was funny was we entered the podcast that you will never hear because for some reason the sound quality is horrendous. Um, we, we started off joking about it being a day late. Now it's what I can only estimate to be three weeks late. Yeah. So... <laughs> I've lost all, we- of, uh, yeah, all yeah. track time. Like <laughs> our our weekly podcast is now just whenever we fucking feel like it. Okay, exactly. Uh, no, exactly. And, then, and then two days after we fucking feel like it, you'll get yeah, a podcast because we yeah. we'll have to record it three times. <laughs> uh, let's uh, let's just uh, like last time go over it uh, for a second time, which is really fun for us. Uh, Rangers have won the SPL. Yeah. Uh, League, League One or League 55, depending on whose Facebook you're looking at these days. Mm, yeah. That seems to be the big thing. Yeah. Uh, just a lot of craziness happened uh, all over the shop. I was in uh, Newton Arts today, and you would think you were just outside Ibrox with the amount of flags on flagpoles. <laughs> um, I actually saw a few flags there the other day when I was driving up the road. I was up near uh, Drumahoe, up near Derry, or yeah. London Derry, if you're from Drumahoe. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, London Derry, if it's it was, it was, five titles. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, it was really tastefully done because there was a there was a big Rangers fifty five just underneath the soldier F flag. It was very very tastefully done. Mm. So I was like, Jesus. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I mean, like fair play to them. Fair play to Stevie G for, you know, uh, he, that's the only club he's managed properly. You know, it's his first uh, proper, like, uh, title in Scotland. So, fair play to him. Is he, is he aiming up to get a few titles with Rangers, maybe, and then perhaps get a wee, get a wee managing job? Maybe maybe he didn't sell the house in Liverpool. Maybe, maybe it's just Airbnb in it for now until he can go back. Potential? Yeah, no, I was watching Sky Sports News today and there was talk. Uh, Brad Friedel and David James were on uh, talking about the likelihood of Steven Gerrard replacing Jurgen Klopp at Liverpool within the season. Hang on, this year? You mean he's not going to go back and defend the title? In saying that, that, Scottish football, obviously the money's dog shit in comparison. And Brenton Rogers was just like in the middle of the year was like, Way on here, lads. Uh, Leicester's giving me 50 quid extra. You're like, what? Wait, what? Where are you going? Yeah. In the middle of a title defense? Nah, you used to be dead on. I got phone nail. And they're like, he doesn't manage here anymore. Remember that we got, remember like he left after we got rid of him. So you could come here and he's like, nah, he's, he's coming back. It's all right. I know he's just, he's just hanging out down in Edinburgh managing Hibs. You'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. And then, yeah, nine in a row. Easy. The, is it quadruple treble? Is that what they, is that what they, the Sully fans say? Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's the big one. And then nine in a row and then 10 in a row a year. The wheels came off and Rangers came back and won the league. So fairy tale ending if you're a Rangers fan and probably your absolute worst nightmare that the zombie of Rangers has taken your ten in a row if you're a Celtic fan. Yeah. And that that is a very depressing way to look at it. Um, yeah. Your your isn't isn't your brother a Rangers fan? Was he was he at he, the uh, he, the street he, party in the Shankle? He wasn't at the street the um, several thousand people strong street party during a lockdown. Uh, no, he was not. Uh, but previously in old firms gone by when uh, Rangers have beaten Celtic, my brother has sent me a bouquet of blue flowers to my house. Actually, he has done that in the past. Um, Explain this to me, Jordan. We all know that we all know the story that you're a West Ham fan, despite your father. Do you follow Celtic despite your brother? 
you got it. Amazing. Amazing. <laughs> I'm the most spiteful cunt in my whole family. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, um, it's also uh, thanks to people like uh, Henrik Larsson and Nakamura as well. Uh, just growing up watching them play football. Uh, I also like Chris Boyd, to be fair. I always thought he was a great striker. I wish- what about Chris Sutton? He is like Mr. Celtic. You ever watch any time? People are like, oh, yeah, you know, Roy Keane says loads of great things about Celtic. I'm like, watch Chris Sutton. He's like their biggest cheerleader. Yeah, exactly. Matt loves He's them. the PR team. <laughs> yeah, move from the Premier League to play in Scotland when no one was fucking doing that. Unless you were like, uh, need a few pounds, I'm coming into the career. Exactly. Don't fancy playing for Port Vale for two years. I'm out of Scotland, let's. Yeah. Or, you know, the sunny climes of Scotland. Yeah. Um, Pretty much. Which is mad. Uh, other news this week, uh, Joachim Lowe is uh, stepping down as the uh, German international football manager after the Euros this year. Um, which is, it's, it's kind of bittersweet, obviously. And I'm not just talking about the smell of his own gooch. Um, uh, the, the whole, like, you know, winning a World Cup with Germany, getting their fourth... Uh, it was a big thing. Uh, they've hardly lost their main derby match against the Netherlands in his whole tenure with the club or with the country. Um, but no matter what he has done, you know, he is going to be remembered for sticking his hand up his arse and giving a sniff halfway through a game. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. I was like, if people don't get that reference that you used at the start, they've mm. just missed out on a beautifully crafted joke. So if, nice. if you are a football fan, everybody knows the story about... Um, about low going down low and uh, hey. yeah, it, was, it, was, um, it was weird yeah um what do you reckon do you think that will be him will he try to get another international job or do you think club football would call him or i i wondered is he is he dropping out now because he says he's going to do one more tournament as a kind of maybe a motivation to the team or or does he not think they're gonna win no, or is he is he he might just be like ah, i'm gonna retire i would i would put germany in as one of the favorites for any any competition they're in euros that, or that, world that, cup like that is true but in russia that was the worst uh tournament for germany since germany itself reunified and it was the worst that east or west germany did throughout all the world cups that they've been in i was gonna say it was the worst performance in russia by a german side since stalingrad but there you go there we go. Getting those jokes back from 2018. I like it. Um, I know. Oh, dude, you said something about the Netherlands as well. I was just like, no, don't, don't do the World War II stuff. Uh, yeah, so it's going to be interesting with that. Um, do you see Germany as favourites then going into the Euros? Um, I do you know what? I'd actually need to look at the actual groups about who's in the bloody thing, but yeah. uh, potentials and possibilities, obviously... Well, Portugal are returning as defending champions, aren't they? So mm-hmm. always, always in with a shout. Where is it on? Who's hosting this year? Uh, I think it's all over, like European capitals. Okay. They're spreading that out, obviously. Yeah, yeah, just because with COVID and stuff like that. Uh, we did a we did an England 11. Mm-hmm. Have England got in? Are England in with a shout at this one as well? I think they are, yeah. Yeah, according to the British media, they've probably won it already. Well done. Exactly, right, yeah. Yeah, we, we can bring back the uh, the World Cup drinking game because even though it's a European championship, which they've obviously never won, uh, you can bring back the drinking game, which is anybody mentions the 1966 World Cup, you take a drink yeah. and you're blocked 10 minutes in. So, yeah, I can't wait for the chorus of it's coming home uh, to it eventually, hopefully not coming home. Uh, yeah. I, I My money's on France after the World Cup. Yeah, good point. All, all that's happened there is really good young players have got two years older and closer to their prime. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I mean, like, uh, Mbappe is just, you know, it's hard to say he's not the best player in the world. So, yeah, it'll be very interesting. Uh, but, yeah, so moving on to the last uh, talking point just before we get into this week in sport. Uh, so, uh, back to the realm of American football. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's a well-trodden path. For us here at injury time uh and uh yeah that prescott are you aware of this individual darren a man named that prescott no tell me more so we're gonna pretend i don't know who he is so you can educate <laughs> the listeners yeah because we we've been over this and um, so yeah. that prescott is the starting quarterback for the dallas cowboys uh football team uh and he has just agreed to a four-year extension to his contract with Dallas for $160 million. 
Okay, so he's going to play for four years and get $160 million. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, what? <laughs> how, how are they? Hang on. I just want to point out something. When was the last day the Dallas Cowboys won a Super Bowl? Because obviously that's all there is to play for in the old... Uh, like uh, there's a, American football isn't like football. There's no like third yeah. cup. There's no league cup. There's no FA cup. It's just you either win it or you don't. That's it. Exactly. Uh, so they have not won a playoff game. So not even getting into the um, their division championships. They haven't won a playoff game in 20 years. <laughs> and they have. Oh, my God. Um, the last of their three Super Bowl titles of the 90s and third and four years. Um, I, I'm, I'm just, you know, when you clicked onto this one, like their last win was like 25 yeah. years ago. They also won the following 92 and 93 seasons. So they, they did like a three and four double, years yeah. and then just... That was it. That's it. Yeah, and, and they've Mental. had the same owner the whole time. They've been through a number of different quarterbacks. Uh, the you saw the twilight of Troy Aikman uh, going into Tony Romo, and now with Dak Prescott. So, I mean, like they're really hedging their bets on Dak here that he's going to take them to the Super Bowl, and he is a great player. So, I mean, like, but the hundred sixty million, you're like Jesus fucking Christ, like. Yeah, that's that's a, a lot, lot of coin. That's that one player. A lot for one player. And they're already, so he's obviously a franchise player, but then they have people like Ezekiel Elliott as well, who's going to, if not cost more, because he's like one of the stars of the NFL. So it's going to be very, very interesting to see what happens if they just sign, if they just keep Dak Prescott and Ezekiel Elliott there to huge contracts and just have like, you know, a varsity high school team and playing the rest of the positions. So be interesting to see that. Um, uh, just uh, as well, a couple of more wee bits. Um, so uh, JJ Watt, uh, Texas left tackle. Uh, so a, def- a defensive American football player, uh, one of the best in the game. Uh, JJ Watt signed with the Arizona Cardinals after leaving the Houston Texans and there is a, um, a lot of speculation that he was going to Cleveland uh, and that was not the case. Uh, so yes, he's reunited with DeAndre Hopkins uh, <laughs> with uh, in Arizona, uh, but back to the Texans. So Deshaun Watson, their like starting quarterback uh, once out of the club. It's almost like, um, remember that guy who played for Anderlecht who like turned up in a, a club rouge shirt to try and oh yeah and they wouldn't actually let him into the building he was like yeah. i play football here and they're like get the fuck <laughs> yeah I, I i genuinely think deshaun jackson will be turning up in the dallas cowboys jersey soon um because he's uh, desperate for a trade they don't want to trade him so it's looking like he's going to be a healthy scratch for the whole entire year which means that he is healthy he can play um, there's nothing stopping him apart from the fact that they're not going to play him just because he doesn't want to play for the club anymore. Uh, and uh, they, uh, in a press conference, uh, Deshaun Jackson said that, uh, you know, obviously I like to, you know, give it all when I play and stuff like that and do it to the best of my ability. But it would be an awful shame if I just started throwing interceptions and there's a lot of touchdowns against us. And you're just going like, what the fuck? Okay, a couple of questions. How long is left on his contract? Because obviously he did, doesn't want to be near the place where he's, his agent yeah. has phoned him and been like, I've got a guy. I've yeah, got somewhere to send you. It's like one year, one year and three months left on his original contract that he signed. But if somebody wants to buy him or tra- want, they want to trade him, they have to pay the rest of his contract out, right? Isn't it? Because yeah. the, the clubs aren't. And is there anybody who is interested in him? But isn't like, we're not going to give you, we're not going to pay someone else on our 20 million fee and not the player first. Like, True. Uh, so the teams that are in the running for him are the main ones are at the minute, uh, the New York Jets, the San Francisco 49ers and the Miami Dolphins. But uh, everyone bar New York have decent quarterbacks at the minute with Jimmy Garoppolo and Ryan Fitzpatrick and Tua, Tua Lange, I think his name is. Um, he's a Hawaiian uh, quarterback who came from the University of Hawaii, uh, funny enough. And so, I don't know. I, th- I think he- he's been with the trade rumors to New York. Uh, he didn't outright say he wanted to go. He didn't say he was opposed to going. So it'll be very interesting to see what happens there. But uh, Can I point yeah. out, though, as well, as a, as a professional athlete, when somebody's paying you to do something, you can't just then cheekily go... 
what if what if you don't let me away and I just decide to maybe fuck up your year? Because how do you prove when a quarterback has thrown a pass that you know? Because interceptions happen, yeah, quite often. Yeah, it's not what like if there just ball. became more interceptions. And also, the Texans aren't exactly fucking word beaters. You know what I mean? If no. folks, if you're listening to this at home and you know a little bit about um, American football, if somebody said you name ten teams, you'd not, you'd never name the Texans. You know what I mean? Nope. So I mean, maybe like, obviously like, that's what he wants out of there as well, but he's like, oh, fucking nobody. These guys are nobodies, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, very strange. Um, but yeah, let's move on to this week in sport. Oh yes, please. This week in sport. Okay, uh, have you got the uh, scores up there? And we'll just jump. I in got him. I got him. I got him. When yeah, you want to start? Uh, we will start on Thursday. Yeah, go for Thursday. We'll, we'll jump. We'll drop out a couple of days in the week. Let's just go to Thursday because yeah. pre- there's Premier League on there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and uh, we did cover the previous games and stuff like that. But hey, uh, <laughs> whoops, my bad. Um, so yes, Thursday, uh, the Premier League games. Um, you may remember <laughs> if you listened to the last po- uh, the last podcast, uh, I said if uh, Fulham were to uh, beat Tottenham or get a point, was it get a point? No, no, I think but- they had to beat them. You okay, had to beat so, them in your yeah, in your bet they... with yourself. Paddy Parr wouldn't give you the odds, <laughs> so you had to do it yourself. <laughs> exactly. Um, so, <laughs> what do you mean I can't bet my own skin? Uh, yeah. So I said that if Fulham could uh, win against Tottenham, I would get a some form of Fulham tattoo on my body. But uh, some would say, unfortunately, uh, Tottenham won one nil. Um, it was uh, it was even yeah they didn't even score. It was like a own goal in like the first. Uh, the first half of the first half uh, and it seemed like a real I don't know just nothing game it seemed quite boring I know 1-0 as well but was that yeah. it was that Fulham wasn't it so mm. yeah Craven Cottage very weird but then uh, the other games so they were all 1-0s to the away team uh, on Thursday so uh, West Brom got beat at home by Everton with Charleston scoring that only goal in the game and then, obviously, uh, the Chelsea-Liverpool game ended 1-0 with uh, Mason Mount's goal just before halftime. I watched that. That was actually... Chelsea were very, very good. Um, mm-hmm. Mount's goal was great. He kind of put it... The, how would you say? The defenders kind of set up diagonally like a rugby team, so he couldn't obviously shoot across net, but he got it into the far corner, which was actually very, very impressive, but it was a yeah. lovely goal. Yeah, uh, Mount, Mount's great. Like I think he's a yeah. fantastic player and, yeah, and player. young player. Like He's only, he's only getting better, so... Mm-hmm. Definitely. That's why England have such a fucking difficult choice ahead of them. Uh, but moving on, so we have, there's no, uh, I, there's no uh, NI Premiership on Thursday. Nope, there wasn't. Uh, on Friday, Friday. On Friday, uh, Glen Torn were uh, at Carrick, uh, playing Carrick Rangers. Uh, get 5-0 win. Pretty, pretty, um, how would you say one-sided affair, yeah, five, five nil. Yeah, all all the goals scored in the first half as well. Do you reckon our people in Carrick really fucked off because Lauren is literally ten minutes up the road and they've got a billionaire owner and Carrick are like, we're a football team as well. <laughs> yeah, uh, I see. This is the weird thing. Um, if you've ever been to Carrick, because you know, just uh, when you're about to join the main road to go to the uh, back to the motorway uh, from Carrick's ground you'll see three kind of metal statues of these kind of like knights with armor and, you know, a shield and a sword and stuff like that. Um, Crusaders went there and took, yeah, they took publicity photos there for their kit (laughs) launch. And I'm like, even as a Crusaders fan, you have to look at it and go like, the fucking gall of it, like, that's like my- I was like, what you're like, you know, knights and armor and stuff. I was like, Crusaders, yeah. did they look like Crusaders? Yeah, but still, like, <laughs> that's uh, that's almost like, you know, uh, Man City doing like a, 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 new, a new kit launch uh, and just like putting the shirt over fucking the George Best statue outside Old Trafford. Like, no, no, they put it on the Dennis Law statue because he played for Man City as well. Like, mm-hmm. there you go. Hey, there he's you go. one of ours. Thanks for the statue, though. Lads. Yeah, appreciate it. Uh, but yeah, so uh, moving on to Saturday, the holy day of football uh, in the Premier League. It was actually a really fucking boring week in terms of Premiership games. 
Um, so the early kickoff, uh, I didn't get watching the highlights, but there's a lot of controversy. Uh, the Burnley Arsenal game at Turf Moor. Oh, yeah, uh, the Arsenal, the Arsenal goal. We we had talked about this previously about like the number one thing you're taught to do when you're. I was a defender when I was a kid, and the number one thing you're taught to do is never ever play the ball across the front of your own goal. Mm-hmm. Professionally paid, someone getting thousands upon thousands every week. Uh, Xhaka, now technically not a defender, but she'll still probably know this as a <laughs> <Yeah>. midfielder. <laughs> exactly. Tried to play a haphazard pass across his own goal with no keeper in the net. Uh, instead of obviously just, I mean, folks, here's a defensive tip for you. When in doubt, get it out. Yeah, Didn't do that. He tried to put it across the way because Arsenal were very insistent on playing out of the back. Burnley man's incoming. Uh, if you've ever seen Burnley and Arsenal, two very different kits, I think it's fine. Uh, tried to pass it. It literally just hit the guy from Burnley and went in the net, and that was one one that they pulled the draw out of that. Like, and it was horrible because Burnley's a horrible team to play against, and Arsenal oh, yeah. probably should have beat them about two 0 to minimum. But... Yeah. Well, when we say horrible team, they seem to be very good at just keeping. When they get a goal, it is very hard to score against them. Oh yeah, there's there's no open football in them. There, I I give it to Sean Dyche. Like he's. Uh, once once he's kind of got his claws in he's like you're not getting away exactly it's kind of like uh it's like you know those old uh like uh you know your mom or dad would tell you like you see if you see like a staffy or a pitbull in the park uh it'll bite you and it won't let go it's kind of like sean dice's like football kind of mentality um, pretty much luck yeah. they got their goal and it wasn't to be after that like so Exactly. Uh, Southampton uh, travelled to Sheffield United and took all three points with two wee goals from uh, James Ward-Prowse and your man Adams as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Two nil. She- look, Sheffield are gone mathematically, yeah. so they're just yeah. if if anything they're going to do this year will just kind of be a nuisance. Exactly. So, but Southampton took the two from them, which was good because Southampton, who we praised quite a lot on this podcast, then didn't take points out of a possible. I think he got one point out of a possible last 27. Yeah, it, 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 they've been on shocking form recently, look. Yeah, and really, really a shame as well. Like Danny Ings, Minamino were scoring and then Ward-Prowse's his freeze were phenomenal. So mm-hmm. it, uh, Beth, they just Beth couldn't Gard keep up the pace. Uh, he's a great defender as well. Um, yeah. I, I reckon he might be gone come transfer window. I'm surprised he didn't mm. leave in January if we're being fair, luck. But um, yeah, uh, moving on to the we uh, would you call this yeah, the Black Country Derby, isn't it? Villa, yeah, Wolves, Wolverhampton, and, yeah. and Villa. This is the yeah. is it the Black Country? Yeah, yeah, because the Black yeah. Country is the the river that goes from Birmingham, isn't it? Yeah, Birmingham. learned that learned that from Peaky Blinders. Anyway, yeah, so did I. <laughs> so uh, um, yeah, nil nil Villa and Wolves, which I would have thought there would have been a few goals in that because uh, very open teams. There's just some good footballers in it, but was not to be. And then I think the biggest shock in the next game was that Brighton actually scored against Leicester, but it was at home, I suppose. So yeah, well, yeah. Well, you know for a fact that Brighton are going to lose at home. And, hey, uh, very sorry to anybody who supports Brighton, but uh, I fully endorse them going down this year. you sick of them, eh? Yeah, and I'm not even sick of them. I just don't think they... I think if you're going, like, Fulham deserve because they've just... Obviously, they haven't got the results that they need all the time. But when they're getting beat, it's only by one or two goals, say, tops. Uh, and then, or, I don't know, just if... It's the thing of Brighton not being able to get points at home. Even a point, yeah. just like a draw, it's just, I don't know. It took yeah, you, you, you could stay in the Premier League by bringing teams to you and just frustrating the fuck out of them and yeah. then still coming out with your point. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so Ian Accio and uh, was it our, our Mark or Mighty or Marty? I've never heard of him. Scored at, the, <laughs> scored at the end there for Leicester. But yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's yeah, pretty boring day, as we were saying. Um, moving on to Saturday's games. Uh, Sunday. Sunday? No, uh, the, the Premiership games. The yeah, we just... Premiership. Oh, apologies, apologies. Sorry, yeah, go for it. So, uh, the old little Warren Point town. Uh, they beat Crusaders 2-0 at home up at Seaview. Yeah, that was... Was that expected? Uh, probably not, actually, because yep. Crusaders... That had another weird result during the week. Yeah, exactly. Beating uh, Lauren 3 0. Yeah. Yeah, very um, very strange. A couple of weird ones, but yeah, so one point doing them 2 0. Um mm-hmm. I'm wondering with teams like Crusaders, is there much like not not a lack of squad depth? Is there just a smaller squad where if you know yeah, you send out the big boys to play against Linfield and then hope 
yet your subs and reserves can keep hold of Warren Point and yeah. they end up beating you 2 0. Looks like they couldn't. Uh, which, you know, uh, this season's a dud for us, like 100%. I mean, like, I don't even see us doing anything with the Irish Cup because. I was going to say, our Crusaders yeah. one of the teams that are competing in it. It's only yeah, the Premier teams, isn't it? Yeah, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure uh, of all the teams that are in it, but I think the major. It's like it's majority just like another cup for the Premiership teams. Well, look, no one else has been allowed to train or play because they're not exactly. deemed elite, which is yeah. absolute bollocks. So I know Newry have they have like, well, no, we're not playing for fuck's sake. You can't just yeah, summon us back to to play. What are you going to do? It's not for gate receipts. You know what I mean? So yeah, whatever. Yeah, ridiculous. No, all the all the other lower teams have just been like, no, we're not playing your fucking stupid competition because we haven't been playing all year. Someone will get hurt. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Someone can come back with no fitness and get a bad injury, and then when they're fit to play in what's hopefully the new season in the summer, yeah, you've lost a player out of one game of a, a cup you're never gonna win. Exactly. It's yeah, it's stupid. Although you could also look at it as this is a good opportunity for players to get fit. But then, obviously, you do need like the training and the preseason to go into it. Or, as you said, there's injuries yeah. that are bound to happen. Um, so, yeah, Colrean ended up three-two uh, winners against Dungannon. Uh, Colrean just mounting a charge for the top now. Uh, a couple of points with a game in hand behind uh, Linfield up top, who ended up beating Cliftonville two-nil at the National Stadium. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, pretty. Yeah. So it seems pretty run of the mill. Um, Porter Down actually end up winning against Glenavon four one. Yeah, that's the uh, the battle of the Bermuda Triangle, which yeah. is Porter Down, Craigavon, and I don't know. Or no, sorry, Porter Down, Lurgan, and Craigavon because they yeah. don't really have uh, their own team. So, yeah. <laughs> so there's there's three towns and two teams basically. Yeah. Uh, and then Balamina held Lauren to one one draw at the showgrounds. So yeah, I, I mean like everything's kind of. It almost seems like there's so many stalemates, but uh, I, would, I would actually would imagine there's just no betting on the Irish League this year because we've seen like Glentorn have beaten Linfield twice and then Linfield go and beat Cliftonville. You know, this is all the yeah. kind of third, fourth, fifth, sixth. It's very yeah. compacted in the teams. And yeah, and then, and then as you said, Colerain are making a charge, but they're mm-hmm. still conceding two against Dungannon. So yeah, and then look at Lauren at the start of the season, they were on fire and now, yeah. you know, struggling against like teams kind of like. I was about to I say did, Glenn Torrance. It should have been Balamina, basically. Yeah, that kind of thing. Uh, so Sunday's Premier League matches, uh, the West Brom-Newcastle match ended in a nil-nil. Man, I c- could you imagine if you had to cover that for your... I mean, like, getting to watch football as your profession, it's a pretty great gig. But imagine if you just covered games like that for the rest of your life. Yeah, like two teams that are just determined not to... The- win points for themselves you know what i mean yeah. so. it's it's crazy like uh but moving on to two of the most uh actually we'll cover the uh late kickoff first um so tottenham hotspur ended up beating crystal palace 4-1 at home uh two goals by harry kane and two goals by gareth bale oh, very dominant uh performance from tottenham with christian benteke i should point out 1-1 at half time so hell of a Hell of a halftime speech from exactly. Jose. Yeah, you know I mean, dropping the gear. Mourinho must have been fucking let, cutting out lines from at halftime. Get back <laughs> yeah. out there. <laughs> yeah, get them in here, son. Um, uh, but yeah, no, that's a, that's a very decent uh, result for Tottenham, which you know brings them up to uh, what seventh now uh, ahead of Liverpool. So it was a decent result. Speaking of Liverpool, guess who beat them at home? The wee Fulham. I was gonna say, and the team that you didn't bet would beat them, and then end up getting the Fulham tattoo. So you know what I mean, almost exactly, exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah one 0 to Fulham. Liverpool's slide continues in a bad, bad way uh, mm-hmm. at home as well. What was it? Near was it two years they weren't beating there, and then seven games, six in a row, seven in a row, six in a row at the minute, six in a row at home. Jesus, Brighton have a better home record than you, lads. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, no, it's it was very unexpected goal to be fair. But when you know, uh, as you were saying the last time we recorded the podcast, Mo Salah being Liverpool's kind of like franchise player, uh, and you know to take the ball off him and then essentially toe poke it into the back of the net. Liverpool are, are famous for generating these kind of mythical heroes, such as the other big example being we can't let this slip and then he falls over. So 
Oh, dear. Uh, Stevie. He's okay. Look here, Stevie. You tried your best and you finally won a Premier League medal. Sadly, it's the SPL, but there you go. Well done. It all worked out in the end. Um, yeah, exactly. I'll, I'll let you take this one because I have no doubt you were very happy with the result of this one. I was thrilled with the result of this one. And as we said before in the last episode, I wasn't hopeful that it was going yeah. to turn out this way. So it was actually a really nice surprise where you're, you're kind of expecting a chinning, but strategically set up very well against them. Uh, the early goal, I think, demoralized them a wee bit because it was yeah. a penalty straight away. Oh, yeah, it was a slow um, goal as well. It definitely was a penalty. Yeah, I know. That actually, I was going to say, I watched, I watched them play tonight and Martial went down, looking at a penalty, and I was like, all right, you're not going to get everyone. <laughs> Settle down. Uh, yeah, 2-0, man. And I thought United played very well. They were breaking out a wee bit quicker. Man said he still have a phenomenal squad. I, I'm not going to... I can't say anything... Sort of weird. I, I don't really hate City because I think they're they're very new to the game to be hated, even as a derby team. Yeah. Um, but no, yeah, United did very well. 2-0. Like I can just say well done. Strate- yeah. strategically had their number. Uh got the, the look, don't get me wrong, the penalty earlier on helped. I think yeah. if, I don't know if we want to beat them if we had to kind of dog it out and sort of try and play them at their own game because they're an amazing team. But hmm. no, City are a wee bit off the pace as well. I'd have to say that too. I don't think we played the best incarnation of City, but that's 2-0. I will say no more about it and we'll take it. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, just move on. Uh, so Monday night, there was two games on uh, in the Premiership. Uh, Chelsea ended up beating Everton 2-0 at Stamford Bridge. Uh, yeah, just Chelsea seemed to be very, I don't know. Well, it's look, they could, be, they could be back from the dead, hopefully, with a new manager mm-hmm. where they're, if there's, I mean, there, there may be no charge for the title, but there's no harm in, you know, get that charge. You still want your top four, European football, exactly. extra money, new players, attract people to the club. It's a whole yeah. thing. And yeah, they're, they're uh, at the minute, their first leg, they're up 1-0 against Atletico Madrid, one of the better yeah. Spanish teams this season. So Absolutely. Uh, top of the league, Atletico Madrid. Of course you'd be happy, like. Um, but West Ham were playing Leeds in the late kickoff that night. Uh, West Ham won 2-0 uh, with goals from Jesse Lingard and Craig Dawson. Happy boy. I'd say so. Um, are West Ham going to throw a few pounds and try and get Lingard to come whenever his loan deal ends, or would they take him for another year and then try and get him once his contract's up? Now, somebody is probably going to isolate the clip of me saying, oh, I'm not really that excited about Jesse Lingard coming to West Ham. I, I wouldn't say, I, nobody would remember, only you've just said it, they're way back. Yeah, well, them. exactly. Um, I like to dog myself in it. Uh, I think that would be fantastic for uh, Jesse Lingard. I think it would be fantastic for West Ham. Uh, not so much for United, if I'm being honest, like because... Uh, if there's anything you want, it's Jesse Lingard on his, like, when he's on form. And I know you already have people kind of like Mason Greenwood and uh, Bruno Fernandez who have, you know, made the kind of centre attacking uh, midfield position theirs. But, you know, it would never be a bad idea to have, you know, Jesse Lingard to bring on. And obviously, I don't think he would start ahead of Fernandez. Um, I think that would be silly to say. But uh, uh, the best... Thing I would say for West Ham would be if we got him on another year's loan uh, and then the option to buy at the end of that. So like a loan to buy thing, uh, that would be the best option for West Ham looking at it just because uh, the amount of bad luck we've had with, you know, big signings like like in recent memories, you know, uh, Sebastian Hilaire and how that ended. So that's why I think like another season just on loan, just to like cement that, you know, he fits into the club like I mean I think whenever you've got teams like that when you talk about as you talk about money and infrastructure West Ham spending 50 million on somebody is the same as United spending 100 million on somebody it's that it's that big a risk for the club mm-hmm. yeah 100%. so it's like what might if we're spending 50 we might as well be spending 100 you know that kind of thing mm-hmm. it's what what's available to the clubs who use but no um 2-0 West Ham actually watched the highlights were very very good Leeds went into their usual you know all out attack football West Ham turned them over twice which was very yeah. very I'm very impressive how they moved because obviously everyone's kind of figuring out right if you're going to break because Leeds are quick going up the field they're also yeah. quick to get back because they have to be because mm-hmm. I'd say they're Leeds have got to be what the fittest team in the league the, the run they to. do is incredible yeah like yeah. 15 men attacking and you're like this is weird there's only 11 on the field <laughs> so but yeah, yeah no fair play West Ham I think it was great and uh, it's good to see it, you know, it keeps everything interesting tucked up the top end of the table and uh, as I said, we we thought the podcast was late because 
um, you said that you, you kind of felt a bit panicky and you didn't feel well the other day. And I was just yes. like, it's because you're faced with the prospect that West Ham might get European football. <laughs> I'm not used to it. Uh, well, if it get, it'll get to, it'll get to like April and there'll be fifth and you start getting nosebleeds inexplicably. Yeah. It's like, What's going on? This is, does anybody else smell toast? Uh, uh, but yeah, moving on to Tuesday. Now, we didn't cover this in the uh, last podcast, so this is new territory for us. Everything we say now is going to be original and hilarious. Um, so we'll start off easily with the uh, Northern Irish Premiership. Uh, Portadown, we're playing Glenavon again. Yeah, I even only played them two, two minutes ago. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and Glenavon ended up taking all three points here, winning 2-1 at Shamrock Park. So, yeah, not too bad. Uh, Crusaders uh, managed a wee win against Carrick Rangers down in Carrick Fergus, uh, mm-hmm. which is great, which I'm going to start calling <laughs> I'm going to start calling it the Battle of the Metal Knight. Nobody, it's not going to catch on. I don't care. <laughs> I was going I was going to say is it the, is it the What's the one the Shore Road connects? Is the the S six the M six? Uh, it's not it's something like that. Um, What's whatever the road is? Just give it a real shite name. Yeah. After the the Battle of the M six to uh, Larn. No. Uh, uh, Glen Torren were uh, playing Balamina at the Oval. Uh, ended up getting beat two 0 by David Jeffrey's side. Um, which you know Balamina have been all right. They've been frustrating to play against this season. Um, obviously taking points away from the majority of people, bar Linfield. Um, but yeah, ending up 2-0 winners away from home. That's a decent result for them, especially when Glenn Foreigner are playing so well. Uh, yeah. The final game uh, was, uh, we were talking about this, hoping that uh, Warren Point could do it again and take points off Linfield. Uh, they got beat 5-0. <laughs> yeah. Just one of those big boys against the Minnows. Like, at uh, Windsor Park as well. Like, exactly. So we uh, 3-0 at <laughs> 3-0 at halftime. It was pretty much curtains then, and they got another two in the second half. Like so, yeah. Um, but on Tuesday, uh, we saw the return of the Champions League, which is something we all care. I just clicked on the League Two there, and I was just, I didn't know. I thought I clicked on Champions League, and I was like, Bolton aren't in the Champions League. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yes, Dortmund ended up going through uh, after drawing with Sevilla after their what three-two win. Yeah. Last uh, in the last leg. Um, yeah. Erling Holland, is there anything the man can't do? Uh, what is he now? The fastest man to get twenty goals in the Champions League. It took him two years, two yeah. seasons. He's got twenty goals in one competition. What the fuck? I uh, yeah, it, it defies logic. Um, Did you see him being cheeky to the goalkeeper and the Sevilla uh, players weren't too happy? I no, I I have a <laughs> I have an opinion on this matter. Um, so I. With the first penalty that he takes and saves, the uh, Sevilla keeper saves against uh, Holland, uh, you can see he, he's clearly off the line and he knows he is. And as soon as the referee goes up to um, uh, goes up to tell him to retake the penalty, you can see him go, laugh, like a kind of like a reserved laugh, kind of smile. And you see, I, it's probably just because of my anger, man, uh, anger management issues. Uh, but if I was Erling Holland, I'd be like, man, I'm just going to fucking rub my nutsack all over your face after this. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I can understand why the Sevilla players would be annoyed, but I also understand why he did it kind of thing. What was mad was he nearly saved it again. He got, I know. He got the hand he as well. the exact I, same like, way as well. You're just like, do you not learn? The second one. But I mean, obviously, remember because Holland was the one we talked about a few weeks ago where he scored, he scored with his heel. He just anything, anything the ball hits him, he fucking scores. Exactly. It is. Yeah. It's him and uh, him and Mbappe are the two best young players in the world. I know. And then somebody was like, oh, the rumors about him going to United. I was just like, oh, I don't think United's got the checkbook for that man. Somebody yeah. else has got more money than us. Take him. And also, don't end his career so soon. <laughs> Thanks very much. <laughs> now, uh, this is uh, probably one of the most interesting games that has been about uh, this season. Um, so, Juventus against Porto. The big dogs against the little old tadpoles. Cristiano um, Ronaldo attempting to win a Champions League with another country. Yeah, That's exactly. the whole thing as well. Uh, yeah, and it would be a record because this would be the only person to win a Champions League in three different countries with three different teams, I'm pretty sure. 
Yep, that's yeah. the one. So winning it with United and Real Madrid, obviously, in past campaigns. Uh, moving to Juventus, you would think that would be, you know, almost a sure bet. I don't know. Italian football, I don't think, is probably as high standard. Maybe not as it used to be. Look, yeah. it's all down to a money game. Whenever we talk about, oh, that league's way better. You're like, that league's yeah. got way more money. That's pretty much it. Exactly. These, people, these serious teams, you know what I mean? True. Uh, yeah. The only sort of argument, counter argument to that one is probably Bundesliga because they have a wage cap, but they still produce serious footballers and serious teams, as we saw whenever, I mean, whenever Bayern Munich went up Champions League. Exactly. And but, hey, uh, yeah, 3 2. Porto, uh, the, the bane of Juventus, like 4 yeah. 4 after extra time and they've won it because of away goals so yeah. fair play I mean like I normally hate the away goal rule I'm just like this cheapens the sport but when it's a team I kind of want to win I'm just like yeah, it'll do <laughs> I was pretty happy with it because obviously uh, Porto would I would say would be my favourite Portuguese team um, also like I don't not like Juventus um, I and I, I think Ronaldo it definitely was like one of the best players in the world with Messi undoubtedly uh and like obviously I'd like to see him break different kinds of records and stuff like that uh and like growing up in a house full of United supporters you know you, you're kind of like programmed to think it's obviously Ronaldo over Messi uh but just out of spite I pick Messi every time <laughs> uh so yeah uh Porto and Dortmund both advanced there um moving on to Wednesday now uh, a couple of we Champions League numbers. Uh, we mm-hmm. have uh, Liverpool beating Leipzig 2 0. Yeah, uh, 4 0. 4 0 full on the old aggregate because they'd beaten 2 0 beforehand as well. Look, United beat Leipzig earlier on in the year in the group stages and then we're expected to beat them again. And then obviously, we yeah. all know that went all went fuck up. And, mm-hmm. then, and then United ended up playing in the Europa League. But anyway, look at that. Um, yeah, no, so Leipzig are, are done and dusted. Liverpool put them away 4 0 over the two games 2 0, 2 0. Away and home, they would have had them on the away goals anyway. But exactly. yeah, Leipzig weren't up to much. They definitely weren't. Um, PSG, on the other hand, drew 1-1 with Barcelona. At uh, I, I'm going to assume it's France. I, I, it was I don't in Paris, know. yeah. Yeah, Paris. Um, so it was, it was uh, very interesting uh, to see how this one would shape out. Uh, but it ended up, uh, so Mbappe scoring in the first half, uh, Messi then scoring... Uh, like what five minutes after and Messi then missing a penalty as well just before halftime yeah but I mean to be fair they needed to beat them what 4-0 yeah. you know what I mean or 3-0 away or something because it yeah. was already 4-1 on aggregate so yeah it wasn't it was, never it, was, it, was a, it was definitely uphill climb now I'm trying to remember was it Barcelona or PSG who did that a few years ago who came back from a 4-0 down uh, Barcelona came back it was Barcelona yeah yeah, yeah. Against PSG, so they're probably like, "Do not fucking let that happen again." <laughs> Don't you fucking do this? <laughs> Don't you do this to me? <laughs> Pretty much. Oh uh, yeah. So um, I mean, like, it was it, it was kind of set in stone after the first leg, but um, there was a there was a cheeky wee Premier League game midweek as well, Wednesday night. Uh, Man City were playing Southampton. Uh, ended you know up. I for someone yeah. who does a football podcast with his mate, I have just seen that score. I was like, I did. Is there a Wednesday game? <laughs> because <laughs> I knew Champions minute. League was on so why would they have football? you know I thought I was going to be watching that but yeah yeah it's very strange so um, Kevin De Bruyne uh, uh, Mares Gundogan uh, all scoring for uh, City and then the same scores in the last game penalty for Ward Prowse and then Charlie Adams as well scoring so yep pretty pretty sure Man City have got the league but sure who knows um and as of recording on thursday we can do a a a little sprinkle of um europa league games uh what what we know so far because there's still games currently happening exactly so at the as as of speaking now ajax beat young boys 3-0 uh very happy with that result uh obviously you know being a semi ajax fan uh dynamo kiev got beat 2-0 by villarreal uh Villarreal were away, so yeah, it's good. Yeah. Two goals uh, up on them. Manchester United against AC Milan ended up 1-1. Yeah, uh, United went ahead with a beautiful header, and then right at the end, AC Milan with a header. So <laughs> it was a, yeah, stupid poetic justice to quote That's the Simpsons. The way it goes. Uh, yeah, it was um header came in from a corner at the end of the game. SC Milan last minute uh header happened straight at the keeper. Should have kind of put his hand to it 
he got his hand on it, but it just was kind of a weak hand. And then the ball bounced up and into the net. And uh, Kieran Bartlett, one of my good friends in comedy, messaged me saying that goal was shocking. And I said, Jeremy Beadle had a stronger hand than that one. So it, uh, yeah, ended uh, up 1 1. I would like to remind you, I was born in 1993. So I don't know if you were talking about. Do you remember You've Been Framed? He was the guy that presented it when it was actually on TV and not just a clip show. I th- I, I don't know it, anything other than a clip show. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> I'll, send you, I'll send you the link to that, to who Jeremy Beadle was, and you will text me busting your whole laughing in about 20 minutes, okay? <laughs> Noted. Uh, so, so old people, Jeremy Beadle joke. <laughs> Niche. Um, Slavia Prague were playing Rangers, ended up 1-1. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, I mean, like Rangers coming off winning their league and Slavia Prague uh, coming off selling Thomas. So check yourself before you wreck yourself to West Ham. Uh, yeah, you know, they're bound to, you know, feel the effects of that. Um, and as of speaking now, uh, there's a couple of games going on at the minute. Uh, Roma are currently beating Shakhtar Donetsk uh, 1-0 and it's the 65th minute in that game. Uh, Granada are beating uh, Molde. No. Yeah. Yeah, you got it right. Mold. It's just mold. Drop the E. Mold. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds right. Uh, at the minute, Olympiacos and Arsenal are drawing 1-1 uh, in Greece, and Tottenham Hotspur are beating Dynamo Zagreb 1-0. So, yeah, a couple of interesting... Uh, could be, um, you know, final scores there. Um, obviously, Arsenal uh, wanting to, you know... Definitely want to do something because it's the only competition that they're still in. Yeah, true as well. But bar the Premiership, but come on. <laughs> um, so and also, I think Arsenal. I think Arsenal may have had the lead in that game, so that means they've conceded yeah, they since. They did. Yeah. So um, oh, I just want to check who scored for Olympiacos because you see, if, no, see if it was uh, Socrates. Oh, could you imagine how lit fucking Arsenal fan TV would be tonight if that was yeah. the case? Um. Crazy. That name sounds familiar. Was did he did he play here before? Or yeah, like he played for you. <laughs> oh, <Uh-oh. laughs> uh, and yes, that was uh, this week in sport. Uh, moving on now, uh, we have uh, story time, uh, which not gonna lie, I think it's one of my favorite ones. Yeah, this week's story time is your. And I remember this from getting recorded before. So this, so normally with story time, what we do is Jordan heads off and researches one person and we do like a deep dive into like someone's life, someone's career. Mm-hmm. But this week, when you got your idea for what to do, you actually found out there was more of them than you thought. Is that right? Correct. Uh, okay. So correct. T- please tell the lovely people what your basis of your story time is. So the basis is uh, we were looking at uh, the life and times of uh, a certain player called Bo Jackson, uh, who is famous, of course, being a uh, great player for a great halfback in American football who played for the uh, at the time LA Ranger or LA Raiders even um, uh, almost made up a new team there yeah I know right <laughs> uh, it's talking about Rangers too much it's uh, infecting my brain um, so yes he played for the LA Raiders uh, but then went on to have a successful career in baseball with the Anaheim Angels the Chicago White Sox Oh, pardon me. And um, the Kansas City Royals. Uh, so if anybody is recording a podcast in the future, when Darren's talking, don't be drinking Dr. Pepper because you just end up burping. Um, yeah. But yeah, so uh, we were looking at that and uh, I just uh, stumbled upon really um, loads of different sports stars who are famous in more than one sport. Um, and uh, a little spoiler for you guys. All of them are American football players as well, which is crazy yeah. to think like. Um, so should we just jump in? Give me hit me with your best shot, as Pat Benatar said. But yeah, tell me your last man. What have so, you got? And so this is going to be the player who they played for, and then what they did after when they just exactly. wandered off and yeah. decided they didn't want head injuries anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they didn't want to like spend their later years in the nappy. Genius. Um, so the first player, John Elway. Do you know who this man is? I know who John Elway is. Yes, so John Elway was, the, was mm-hmm. the quarterback for the Denver Broncos when they won the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Got it in one. Uh, so yes, uh, he ended up winning a Super Bowl with Denver. Uh, you know, being his hometown club, that was great for him. But he was originally drafted by the New York Yankees by then owner uh, George Steinbrenner, 
and he said he was the best player that they have ever drafted for the position of right field. Ever. Ever. Which Quite weird as well, because obviously uh, a quarterback throws the ball and a right fielder catches the ball. Yeah. Oh, well, you know, if the, if you're trying to run someone out at home, they need a complete cannon in their arm. Like That's true as well. Yeah, that's yeah. for a point. So they're catching, but then someone else is running. You have to do the 70-yard exactly. uh, elbow flick, basically. Uh, yeah, so speaking of quarterbacks, were you aware that Tom Brady was drafted into another sport? Tom, what? What's Tom, Tom, Brady Tom Brady was drafted in 1995 to the Montreal Expos baseball team. Oh, that was... Oh, if you know anything about baseball, folks, it's a good thing Tom Brady yeah. did not take that contract. The motherfucker fucking dodged a bullet there. like, um, And then went on to have a very successful career uh, uh, dodging fines uh, from the NFL. Uh, yeah. And yeah, and uh, I've just put down in my notes here was drafted by Montreal Expos in 1995 and then went on to win all of the Super Bowls. <laughs> Ever. Every Ever. one of them. Yeah, his name. Exactly. Even the ones that were before, before he was born. born. That was yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so uh, moving away from uh, the baseball American football combo, are you aware of Dwayne Johnson? Do you mean Dwayne The Rock Johnson, WWE yeah. wrestler and. Um, for our future president of the United States. Uh, El Presidente, yeah. Um, so yes, Dwayne, uh, Dwayne Johnson was originally famous for playing college football to the high level. Uh, he then went on to play in the CFL with the Saskatchewan Rough Raiders. Rough- That's the Canadian Football League for anybody who doesn't know their abbreviations, in case you think the CFL are a loyalist paramilitary. <laughs> um, and then I don't know if you know this, but he joined a, a small wrestling uh, outfit called uh, World Wrestling Entertainment. Uh, and that name sounds is, familiar. Yeah, and is now one of the most bankable movie stars in the whole entire world. Absolutely. Funny how things work out, right? Um, uh, staying in the realm of uh, professional acting, uh, Bill Goldberg. Now, do you know who this guy is? It's not acting. It's sports entertainment. Okay, they're not okay. making it up. It's a, yeah. Difference. So Bill uh, Goldberg, who um, yeah, Goldberg was undefeated in WCW. If I remember, that was his big deal that he never lost his title or something yeah bill goldberg who used to do the spear i think was his finisher which is good because you're about to tell me that he was a football player uh, correct uh he yeah. played defense uh, in the atlanta falcons team for one oh wait season. actually a spear tackle is illegal isn't it well i is it oh i'm thinking of rugby not allowed to spear yeah, yeah. people in rugby yeah. feet on the ground yeah. oh yeah in american football they're just like you're wearing a helmet go, go, <laughs> yeah, go, exactly go, go, go. exactly just give yourselves concussions um so uh now we move on to our friend uh bo jackson the guy who inspired this whole list today so yeah. as i said bo jackson played for the la raiders and played for kansas city uh royals the chicago white Sox, and the anaheim angels uh notably they're like obviously the examples we've covered in john elway and tom brady uh, they were drafted to baseball teams, but they never ended up playing for them. Yeah. Uh, they uh, became famous later on uh, in the their realm of American football. Uh, but Bo Jackson was different because he had uh, one of the most, uh, like, I don't know, electrifying, for lack of a better word, um, uh, careers in the NFL. Uh, and then, you know, went on to have a very decent baseball career uh, with loads of different teams. Um, yeah, no, th- this isn't like a like Michael Jordan quits basketball and goes and plays one season at like a fucking minor league team. These people professionally left and professionally joined another professional league. Exactly. I made millions more. Yeah, It's crazy. Um, Another example of this is possibly uh, one of the most decorated uh, sports stars uh, we are going to cover today. And that is Neon Dion Sanders. Okay. Now, <laughs> it's a great nickname. Like, um, uh, have you ever heard of him? No, but I want to know more now just from the name. Okay. So he is the only person to have played in a Super Bowl final and also a World Series final. So to start off, Deion Sanders was a cornerback for uh, a number of different teams in the NFL, but most notably, the Dallas Cowboys and the San Francisco 49ers where he won a Super Bowl each. Uh, so he won one when he was at Dallas and then one with San Francisco as well. And also, hang on, hang on. Let, let, let's just go slower. 
So as well as the World Series, he has, which a lot, not a lot of people have done, is won two Super Bowls with two different yeah. teams. Mm-hmm. Continue. Sorry. Uh, it, it really makes you feel bad about your life, doesn't it? Um, he then amateur sport you can't even get paid for. <laughs> he then went on uh, to start his Major League Baseball career, uh, playing for a number of different teams like the Yankees. Uh, but then ended up getting to World Series finals with uh, the Atlanta Braves. And on the previous episode, uh, I'm kind of glad I can fix it up now because we said he won the World Series. That was not true. Um, but yeah, he made it to the final of uh, the World Series with the Atlanta Braves, ended up getting beat by the New York Yankees, his old club. Uh, so yeah, but he still stands as the only person to uh, win a Super Bowl and make it to the final of the World Series um, at the minute so far. Uh, But our last uh, gentleman that we shall be covering uh, is a man that needs a lot of introduction because people don't really know him. But he is a guy called Jim Thorpe. Okay. Uh, Now, Jim Thorpe was born in what is now Oklahoma. uh, But at the time when he was born was an Indian reservation or sorry, Native American. I'm, I'm going to beat that out. I don't want people to not think I'm woke. Um, a, Native, uh, a Native American uh, reservation uh, in what is now Oklahoma. And okay. to say this man was good at sports is quite the understatement because Jim Thorpe uh, was... Okay, so let me get this straight. He won two Olympic gold medals... Uh, in the 1912 Summer Olympics in Sweden. Uh, okay, so he's, he's the, played solo before he's played team sports, okay. Uh, yeah, so for the classic pentathlon and decathlon, um, he also ended up playing American football collegiately and professionally, uh, professional baseball and basketball. But, okay, let's do that slower. Summer Olympics, mm-hmm. co- college football and professional football mm-hmm. and baseball Professional uh, baseball. Pro baseball, all right. And basketball. But Jesus Christ. All right. So four four sports and two different levels. That's mental. Crazy. But see, this is the sad thing about the whole thing. He lost his Olympic titles after it was found out that he had been paid for playing two seasons of semi-professional baseball before competing in the Olympics, thus violating the amateurism rules that were in place in 1983. No, that were uh, in place in 1983, 30 years after his death, the International Olympic Committee restored his Olympic medals uh, with replicas after ruling that the decision to strip him of his medals fell outside of the required 30 days. Okay, so there's some rule and basically it was shit crack of them to take this off him. And then also would it be that the thing was obviously the indigenous population in America were treated exactly. so shitty. They were just like, he can't be a representative of the country. Exactly, Take that right? off him. And then yeah. we'll, we'll disgrace the guy, even though he's an absolute world-level athlete. That's mental. Yeah, completely crazy. And also in his professional baseball career, he was not paid simply because they looked at it as, you got paid to play professional American football. So why should we have to pay you to play for us? You should just be playing for us. And <laughs> hang on, hang on. Yeah. Is everybody else getting paid on the team? Oh, yeah, yeah. All the white guys from Princeton are getting paid. <laughs> okay, I just, want, I just want to tie this back that this is the reminder of something that, that happens to us. As in, when I say us, I, I don't mean I'm comparing this to the struggle of the indigenous population of, of uh, the Americas. But whenever you're a stand-up comedian and somebody's running a gig and they're like, look, there's no money for the gig. And you're like, dead on. Are you charging in? Yeah. Is that barman getting paid? Yeah. Is that bouncer getting paid? Yeah. Is the guy doing sound getting paid? Yeah. You'll be fucking paying me then. So, because this show doesn't happen with me, and I, I wish that we lived in a time when, like, that's phenomenal. I mean, you couldn't even do that in the modern day. Jim Thorpe wouldn't have enough time to train. Yeah. Do you right. know what I mean? And I don't, um, like, uh, it doesn't really state how good, uh, but I'm going to assume, hey, the guy's pretty athletic. He should be good at pretty much and winning gold medal as well the guy was just born to compete like yeah uh and yeah 
it's it's not it's not like injury time to you know leave on a sad note but hey um so uh we talked about this on the uh last podcast uh that we think there's going to be another section uh that we're going to do and uh we're going to call it uh, the jim thorpe of the week uh which you know the uh, i don't know the most positive news story uh that we can find will uh uh, the recipient will get uh, the Jim Thorpe Award, and like all, and we will also do the flip side, but we'll call it the Adam Johnson Award for being an nonce. So, uh, at the minute, as of speaking right now, I have two questions. By the time this is over, I will have asked you three questions. Okay, which we won't have made is... any decision whether it's right or wrong. It's just going to be what you decide. This okay. is how it's happening. So, uh, number one. What sport is Jason Statham famous for playing? He was an Olympic diver. Yeah, that is 100% correct. That annoys me that you knew that. Love, the, love a bit of the Statham, you know what I mean? What American state, this is the second question. Mm-hmm. Uh, what American state, bar Alaska and Hawaii, has no professional sports teams? No professional sports teams? No professional sports teams. Oh. They have like farm clubs, uh, like in like the NHL and stuff, but no professional teams. Out of the ex- out of the, the other forty eight states, mm-hmm. like no franchise. Um, I'm going to say it's my least favorite state. Yep. <laughs> I've been there. <laughs> Your least favorite state? Uh, who has no professional team? You, uh, this is such a weird question. Is it somebody random like? New Hampshire? Who is it? Iowa. Iowa has no professional, as in, so no... Suppose if I got, what do you call is it Des Moines, Iowa? Des Moines, or Iowa, from? from, yeah. They have, oh yeah, it's all farmers. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, it's, it's probably just, is it just too... Farmers and corn. Is it just not as not popular enough to have a franchise? Uh, they have the Iowa Wild, which is the farm team for the Minnesota Wild. Okay. Uh, hockey team. But apart from that, and that's not even professional. Hmm. But that doesn't make sense. Surely, does that mean there's teams in, like, Idaho and all those other places have... Well, there you go. Some form of professional sports team. Corby impressed. Yeah. Uh, the other one that wouldn't have had any unless the... Um, I forget what team it was. The, no, yeah, it's Seattle uh, Supersonics mm-hmm. that moved there. Uh, were... Washington? Uh, o- o- no, Oklahoma City Thunder. They have no other professional team. Oh, yeah, because the Sonics folded and moved, mm-hmm. didn't they? So, mm-hmm. what's still in Washington State, then? Uh, Seattle Sanders, Seattle Seahawks, uh, now the Seattle Krakens, the new NHL franchise that's coming in. Oh, there you go. Um, it's Seattle Mariners. And, yeah, they've got everything apart from baseball. No, uh, everything apart from basketball, sir. I was going to say, if you want to, if you would go watch their baseball team, because it just pisses rain constantly in the picture. Exactly. exactly. Anyway, third question. I know. Aberdeen. Uh, Washington is where Kurt Cobain's from. I do remember that as well, being a big Nirvana fan. Shit, I should have said that. That should have been my third question. That's nothing uh, to do with oh, no, Florida. I've got one, I've got one. Uh, so, um, ha, uh, what national football team did Robbie Savage play for? Wales. Uh, I always think he's English. Like. <laughs> Fuck. Right? Yeah, yeah, another two out of three. Yes! You're consistent, if nothing else. I know, I never, ever would have got fucking <laughs> Iowa, by the way. I would have been like... Because I was sitting going, is there any name-brand teams from... Because I know there's college teams in places like Nebraska mm. and stuff. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And you're like, fuck, do they have a thing? Mm. So, yeah, Iowa, great question. Never would have got it. Uh, folks, if you're at home and you just straight away went here, that's clearly Iowa. Yeah. Fair play. Yeah, no, there's... Uh, did you know that yourself, or did you have to I, I, yeah, I knew that. I knew that. It's not the only one, to be fair. There's also North and South Dakota. Oh, okay. All right, so it's, it's name one, yeah. not... This is the yeah. one. Ah, okay. Because I'm trying to think of those states that obviously are in like the wheat belt or just yeah. don't have big populations. Exactly. No yeah. franchise is going to go. But what sport this team? No. Surprisingly, so uh, all along the east and the west coasts, they all have their franchises and stuff like that. Middle America, not so much. Mm, that makes sense. Yeah. There's nobody in the. I mean, like the Midwest obviously is heavily populated and stuff like that. But apart from that, they got nothing. Okay, two or three. Happy yeah. with that. Happy yeah. with that. Uh, I need to come back next season. Uh, oh yeah, you. What was your last one? One out of three. Yeah, it didn't do well. Like, we need a big one next week. I know, man. I, I need, make, get, I need I to get all three right. I can make your questions hard as fuck. You motherfucker. Which Turkish third division club? <laughs> what? 
is it any wonder I'm having anxiety attacks? Uh, so yes, uh, all that's left to do is, I'm not thanking Rona again this week because she also did no research, but she just got accepted into uh, a nursing degree, so I'm very proud of her. Congratulations, Rona. Rona yes. So uh, she, you're fired. You don't yeah, need us anymore. Yeah, I'm so annoyed about that because that's our chief researcher gone now just because she's learning to be a fucking nurse. Yeah, off making yourself useful as a society. How dare you? Yeah, you we mother, needed you. You mother. Saving lives or saving this podcast is one of the other. <laughs> I'd also like to thank Johnny Bo uh, for his continued uh, work with us on the podcast. Uh, uh, go follow him, uh, Johnny Bo, Johnny Boti, isn't it, on Instagram? I believe so. I'm not quite sure, but uh, yeah, it's in our link on ITPod32 at Instagram. Uh, he's great at the old Photoshop uh, and all that kind of stuff, and he is uh, doing some work for me as well, so that's... I like to help out the little guy, but he's much taller than me, so I'm the little guy in this scenario. Like, okay, that's not real. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I would also like to thank uh, Mr. Darren Matthews uh, for. Oh, what am I thanking you for this week? I would like to thank you for not panicking when you don't reply to my text because you're in yes. hospital and I don't know. Yes, that that. <laughs> yeah, I only panic after. So it's exactly. fine. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, uh, when you text me today, going like, how's the patient? I'm like, what did I do last night? Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna lie, I got a little drunk. Um, and I'd also like to thank myself for having the strength and perseverance to uh, come back from a panic attack. To, to sit, sit on your hole and talk. Well, <laughs> exactly. Done. Well done. Now I have to change energy providers. So. <laughs> See you guys in the Royal. <laughs> Thank you guys very much. I've been Jordan Robinson. I've been Darren Matthews. See you next week. Take care. That was a good send-off. I like that. Nice one. I like it.